0: You are listening to the Bring Joy Forward podcast, conversations to explore, heal, and grow. You can find us on bringjoyforward.com and join us in our community group on Facebook. We now take you to the episode. Thank you for joining us. Hi, welcome. I am Shannon, a resident artist and magic maker here at Bring Joy Forward. And we wanted to do just a little bit of an introduction about who we are and what we're doing and why we came together. Um, so I thought I'd start with uh, Stacy up in that top middle box. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing and what you're passionate about.
1: All right. My name is Stacey Piccolo. I am the founder and an empowerment coach <clears throat> at My Movement Coaching. Um, I am here to support people, to be their authentic self, and to find that joy and uh, excitement that we all felt when we were young.
0: Awesome. Marlisa, I want you you tell us a little bit about you?
2: Hi, Marlisa McLaughlin, founder and uh, soul per- per person in Marlisa Energy. I'm an energy worker and a vibrational sound therapist. And I think I'm really passionate about finding ways when I'm working with people to help them realize and embody their own healing abilities and to really expand into that space that's their own from the inside out
0: beautiful and then we have the fabulous ramona
3: hi i am ramona crabtree faulkner owner of authentic light journey and i am a reiki master yoga teacher mindfulness coach wielder of many of the magical things (laughs) (laughs) and uh i my entire purpose is to support people in um stepping into their their greatness uh, to feel empowered in their lives and ultimately to move out of fight or flight into rest and digest because we spend way too much time running.
0: (laughs) True story.
4: And the equally fabulous Shannon. Hey y'all. Shannon Brown here from Texas. Yay. Um, I'm an (laughs) energy facilitator. So I like to help and teach people how to Um, use their own energy and their own healing journey. And so that so many different modalities. I am also a Reiki master. I use a lot of EFT tapping and many other modalities. And I continue to expand um, my knowledge of all that is out there. So, yeah, it's just all about coming together and having a joyful journey.
0: I love it. And I am Shannon Dias, I am a certified personal coach. um, And I utilize art and magic mostly to help you tap into your inner child, um, find different ways to um, just remember that you have a little child in there that maybe wants to be on the outside a little bit more. Uh, life is really uh, challenging, and sometimes we forget about all those things. So I utilize a lot of play uh, to get into that space. Um, and then I also uh, do some grief coaching as well. Um, and I do that with art and magic and play as well, because it's, I think, really important to not only allow those spaces for you to heal and process, but also to, you know, challenge yourself a little bit to get out of those spaces. And so that's uh, inspiring and uh, and yeah, just just tapping into that joy, like uh, Shannon mentioned, that's a that's a big part of it. And I think um, you know we're, we we are all together. Um, for various reasons, but we keep kind of bumping into each other, um, you know, through the years and, you know, we've taken, um, we've had sessions with each other, you know, friendships and, and we all are doing this life where we're wanting to incorporate and do that thing, bring joy forward um, and, you know, reach as many people as possible and, and just have a joyful experience ourselves in that process. We wanted our, um, you know, work to also not be work and, and uh, bring it together, I think. And so uh, for me, the community aspect of what we're doing is by far the most um, important thing, I think. And I'm really looking forward to just what we're going to do together, do individually. Um, And actually, before we talk about that, too, let me just say that, you know, we're coming together, five individual businesses, and um, we have our own businesses and do, you know, our own services. But we came together as a group and as a community to bring those together and to offer more things and to do some, uh, you know, unique things, I think, along the way. Um, and we're gonna—we've already started doing that in our in our Facebook group and in our private group, um, and we're we're doing that on a pretty much on a daily basis. We're in there, and it's my goal for us to be a space where we are offering resources. Like we say, our tagline is uh, community and resources to explore, heal, and grow together. And for me, that just sums it up. So it's what I can do as a human um, walking this challenging earth to, you know, to come together and and um, offer that up for, for someone else. So let's talk a little bit about like that community aspect um, and maybe a little bit about specifically to y- you as a practitioner, um, what are you bringing from your um Specific organization, like what are you bringing into this um, that I, that you're most excited about offering, I guess? And let's start with Ramona. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody jumped in, I'm going to pick uh, for you guys. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> welcome,
3: welcome to the community. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: Yeah. Yep.
3: So. Um, I think what I bring is is a culmination of all the things that I do. It just really is dependent upon where I'm feeling inspired and and the call to action. Like, what is being, what is the what's the need? So, um, you know, if you look at all all that we have to to, to bring together, we all cross over in some way, and um, so it's lovely for for me to co-create with a with another practitioner and for us to bring our magic together and really invite the participants to have this very um, expansive experience because then you're gaining more than one person's perspective. Um, I'm, I'm rooted in yoga as my, as my spiritual path. And so I bring a lot of mindfulness tools. I'm gonna to bring meditation, um, energy work. I also do sound healing um, it's a really a lot about the the mind the mindfulness approach like how are you looking at your life and are you actually approaching it from you know where you want to be or or the triggers and the this trapped emotions and the trapped energies in your body that are keeping you stuck or blocked and so a lot of my modalities are um, gonna be um, through communication because we're moving energy that way and then, uh tapping into the chakras and saying okay which one of these chakras is is, is talking to me by what you're saying and then gifting um you know of, to help with with y- you harnessing your healing power because as a healer it is not my job to heal you it is your job to show up and i get to pull a sacred safe container with you and then you can take the intuitive guidance you can take the communication that we have and apply it um, because that's really where the healing begins is by you stepping in and claiming your power and claiming your ability to do this work.
0: I love that. And I think that that's one of the main unifying factors for all of us. I think, you know, we, that, that active approach um, and that expectation. And, you know, even in the, in the, you know, I mentioned, uh, uh, grief earlier, like in the active approach to go, and that mindset, um, you know, to to make those little steps and to and to go forward. Um, a big part of my practice is to be in the moment and really help people be in that moment because I think that's more than anything else. That's the thing that I learned the most that was missing um, in my life and my before was that, you know, that ability to just really dive in and put everything else, you know, we're sitting in this room, um, five people and I'm, I'm, this is my space. Nothing else exists, uh, you know, outside of that. Um, and so it's those little, you know, those little things, but that ability, um, to make that choice to do that is, is I think a big part of what kind of ties us all together. You know, we're empowering everybody, um, to do that in different ways, um, Stacy uses some pretty unique ways to do that too. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, first I, I just feel like we do a lot of healing in community. Like that's where you can do a certain amount of healing by yourself, but also it's like, we laugh together, we cry together, we move together, we experience joy together. Um, and so a couple of the ways that I like to, um, move this energy one is with dancing mindfulness which is like Shannon was saying it's a practice of presence so it's you're moving your body excuse me and all of your attention is with your body as it moves and so as you like do this practice with a group of other people you just become uh, your attention is completely on movement and it's fun and it's very joyful practice. Um, I also offer Yoga Nidra, which uh, I think many of us uh, are very familiar with, but it's it's an ancient uh, technique where you uh, bring a person down through descending brainwave states so that the mind can take a backseat and the body has a chance to heal itself. Uh, So those are the two main things.
0: Beautiful. That that mind taking the backseat is such a crucial part, I think, of... um, you know, we're running in this society super fast and uh, ego is getting in the way all the time. And so the ability to put ourselves into those situations where we are coming out of ourselves a little bit um, and and just uh, um, allowing, you know, for that process uh, to take to take place. Um, Marlisa, tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, I mean, obviously you and I have worked to, together and I I'm just in love with the way that you play um, with what you do. Uh, but tell us a little bit about all your services that you've got going on over there.
2: No, oh, it's really funny because I'm listening to all of you guys and I'm thinking that's exactly what I might've said myself. <laughs> um, and maybe to different degrees. Yeah. I, I think that um, one of the most exciting things for me is that that presence of moment to show up for someone as a mirror um, and disarm expectation and judgment uh, and all of the things that the mind does that get in the way of being able to just be in a simple space where there's only really two things going on. And when you can identify that you have more room to organically make these shifts. So, for instance, I like to break it all down. Uh, Shannon and I also do some work I have um, with grief and grief support, and I learned a lot through that, having been through grief since very young, and also assisting others. Is that there's you know the simpler you can get, the easier things can come to you. Like my favorite thing when I learned about Kubler Ross, um, when I started writing my grief book, there was nothing much on the internet except archaic information and the Kubler-Ross five stages of death and dying which most people think is about helping people grieve but it was really about the study of people who were dying right so we had uh, these stages in place and these ideas and and people who are lost in in their depths of suffering and emotion didn't know where to go and it helped me understand really the two the the thing that was really mind-blowing for me were was the simplicity of only having two emotions and everything else falling underneath love or fear and when you think about it any emotion that you feel gets processed through those those two polarities and in and in that way you can say then i'm either contracting which is in the fear mode or i'm expanding and so keeping the breath open Or feeling it tight reflects that, too. So there's all these like really easy ways to break everything down into two simple points when you can get to that or to help someone realize that so that it's not overwhelming. Because I think that word could take over the turn of the century and define what's happened since technology took over. So any mm-hmm. way that we all can help one another realize this and slow it down and take a breath, which I need right now. <laughs> I do. I get all excited. <laughs> I was contracting. <depressing. laughs> I was not expanding. <laughs> um, it's really it. a laughter. Like that's one of the things I love about our group. We are, are always laughing and we're not trying to make one another laugh. It's just a natural shared sense of that reality that basic um, bottom line is, let's not take this all too seriously. Let's find out where we land in the moment and share that. And naturally, humor bubbles up, you know, for all those reasons, for monkey mind getting in the way and all of that. So, um, and I just want to maybe add that my favorite way to get the that brainwave state into that place where we can start to get calmer and into a deeper meditation is through sound because when i was working with people just with energy and yoga um i was realizing that they were not my clients weren't taking their um, embodying their healing abilities they were always passing it back to me saying thank you for healing me and i would always have to say wait a second remember in the beginning we discussed that i'm assisting and supporting you and you heal yourself right we're all self-healing units so i was thinking how could i get a passive active um participation from clients and that was with sound so i started with the tuning forks because you're hearing the sound but you're not thinking the sound is really doing much else because it's a a, that passive act of hearing but when you start to really actively listen, that can also um, support and um, and feed into your own ability to navigate your environment just through vibration. And it's not overwhelming. It's a natural extension of a sense that we don't often hail and recognize. A lot of the other senses, I think, have, um, for lack of a better word, taken a front seat and a priority. And sound is kind of like just there in the background unless you lose it, right? Just like any ability that we have physically, if you don't have it or it gets hindered, then you realize how important it was. Um, well, and, and so, I, I'm sorry. You know, I that's, thought you were... No, that's, that's why I brought sound in. And, and the more I learn about it, the more I bring it into all the things.
0: The, you mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, the, you know, not realizing you know how it's there when before we started our recording we were all kind of getting set up and um you know we were listening and making sure everything sounded okay and um we had an issue with with some noise in the background that we really didn't all hear until that noise was pointed out and I think that's how sound works in our life you know we we are not aware um how noisy everything is until we get into those quiet places and turn it off. Um, and unless you've had a sound um, healing experience, you don't have any comprehension of how dramatic that is to just have those, you know, sound waves off of you. Um, and real quick, before I throw it to Shannon, I just want to add, too, that we didn't really talk about it yet, but everything that we do is all stemmed from energy. We are all energy workers, and we all um, are, every aspect of our lives has that awareness of how the energy is flowing and, and um, you know, working within it. Um, and sound healing is um, a big part of, um, you know, that energy exchange that we don't have awareness of until it actually um, happens. And, you know, you're talking about uh, stress and coping mechanisms and things like that. And um, it's a perfect segue to bring us into Shannon because Shannon's been um, for quite some time has been uh, leading people through um, a lot of different ways of just coping through the everyday stresses that we have in our life. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
4: So, yeah, I think we all have those stresses. Um, Some of us are, you know, I have ailing parents and then I'm also taking care of my two young grandkids. And so they're kind of the same at the moment. And so that is um, a huge stress. Plus, I um, have lost some important people in my life in the last couple of years. And honestly, um, one of the things that we do on the Bring uh, Joy Forward um, group.com is a journaling thing that Marsha, uh, one of our other participants does. And this morning it was on shadow work because Stacy had mentioned shadow work this week on Facebook. And then I did some tapping on it, you know, to clue in. And when I started writing about it, it I took me back to the last seven years of my life, which has multiple changes, multiple. Ch- I probably had six different jobs. I've moved five different times. I mean, and I'm going like, Oh my God, girl, you're rocking it. You know, because there's some days I'm just like, can I make it through this day? You know, uh, can I make it? And it's, and it's not a, like a suicidal, can I make it through this day? I'm not there. It's just that things pile up. And so that's why I continue to, um, find different modalities of what will work for me today, because some days my, um, My background or my spiritual compass is Reiki. I absolutely love the energy of Reiki. I love giving Reiki, but I more love teaching Reiki because I love to empower people to do for themselves, but it also feels good to to receive it from somebody else where you can let go and just say, okay, you know, take me away, Calgon, right? (laughs) So, and then I also love teaching EFT and then the soul painting that I do too, but I'm finding and I don't know if this is true with y'all, but I'm finding that some of those modalities that I've always gone to just aren't working these days. There are just there's such a different energy that I'm feeling in the world Mm -hmm. uh, around me and the people around me that I continue to have to learn new new ways to not that the other ones I don't still go to. I mean, I, you know. But it it just seems like these times call for, um, I don't know, more expansion. I guess that's Mm -hmm. what it is. And maybe it's that uh, also could be that as I grow, because I can see my growth um, as I grow, then that opens up for me to be able to expand more. And, and that could be too. And so that's why we gather together is so we can learn from each other and say, oh yeah, you know what? The best thing for me to do is to put on some music and just dance it out, you know, like like Stacy, Or, you know, it may be just like, hey Ramona, can we do some session? Or, you know, can we do this this week? Because this is what I, I, I need to do, a, a, a release from this person's energy and I just can't do it by myself. So, yes, we learn these tools and, and we continue to use them with ourselves. But sometimes just reaching out and having that friend or, hey, Shannon, mm-hmm. that's color, you know. <laughs> so, yep. again, that's what excites me about this group is that we are all bringing our gifts together. Some of them overlap. But then we also are coming from a different uh, experience of using those gifts. So, um, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
4: I, I'm excited. Yeah.
0: I think, you know, the the explore is first in that, in that tagline for a reason. I think, you know, you just kind of touched on it a little bit, like some of the things aren't working. I think in general, like you have to continuously adapt and shift. And um, there's so much out there in general in the world, you know, so in our lifetime, we're not going to learn all the things that are happening out there and all of the different ways that, you know, that we can heal and grow. Um, So for me, like I'm constantly experiencing new things because you never know, you know, where that next breakthrough is, is going to come in. You touched a little bit about, um, you know, you were talking about, you know, shadow work and, and, you know, Stacey had had, uh, jumped in our Facebook group and was sharing some things on there. That whole flow of how that came together where it, it, you know, it starts with one person and then somebody else picks up something else and does something else with it. And then it flows into the next thing. And um, to me, that's what I'm the most excited about here. um, Because I just think there's, there is so much incredible. um, I'm going to use the word talent, even though it doesn't really make sense. But it, it really does. Because it's like everybody, every individual has their own unique gifts that they offer to the world. Right. And then some of us take those gifts and then we we expand on them and then we expand again and we do more things with them. Um, and I kind of feel, you know, like I wake up every day and am just in awe of all of you and just so appreciative of this community space that we're in. Uh, because for me, it's my gift to myself every day. Um, and, and that's what I'm, tr- I'm trying to create in everything that I'm doing, um, you know, with this in all of the aspects is just that safe space for for everyone to come together as a leader or as someone who is just exploring and all be in that you know one um soup so to speak together and cuz we're all learning from each other all the time um and my favorite thing is when somebody is is like you know I don't have anything you know we we have someone in our community who just keeps telling us that she's not a leader and we just go aha uh-huh, okay and, and you know, cuz <laughs> But she is, you know, but she's not ready to take that leap yet. So we're just holding that space, <laughs> you know, um, for her while she's going through that. Um, everybody kind of touched a little bit on on what it is they're doing. Uh, my company is Imagine If Media. I've been in the creative services um, and communications field uh, for about I think I'm, I'm getting pretty old now. I think it's like 25 years or something. I've been doing that now, um, and I made a shift uh, about 10 years ago when I discovered more about energy work. And um, I, you know, I, uh, Ramona and I have talked about this a lot of times because Ramona's opened up my eyes to a lot of different things that I hadn't experienced. Um, and then I bring in this the, you know, I said magical at the beginning. Um, in all um, my practices are pagan and everything that I do is all centered with the earth. Um, And, you know, so I do a lot of tarot and um, a a lot of uh, just like I said, you know, with the earth and um, you know, astrology and uh, just connecting us in ways um, that we're maybe not Paying attention to um, all of the time. Um, And then the other word that we didn't uh, bring up yet, really, and it's in Ramona's name, is authentic. Um, And I think that's another thing that we're really trying to hold the space for everyone to be authentic Um, because it's very crowded and noisy. And, you know, Marlisa brought up, you know, how much of the, you know, the stress that we've all been under and the world has changed so many different ways. Um, and, you know, so this is a container for everybody to come in and it's a safe space to go through and learn all of those different things. Um, and, you know, just like any other community, there's free things and there's paid things and, you know, and and you can be a part of it as much as you want to be a part of it, um, you know, and, and whatever uh, calls to you. But that's that's the biggest thing for me is just holding that container, that safe space, so that we can we can authentically, you know, work our way through it and and have fun while we're doing it. Because I don't want to be doing it if it's not fun.
1: Yeah, I think it's really cool that we are this group of five women right now that are very aware of our energy, the energies of what's going on in the world, and um, we have a synergistic energy. So something that is more than just the sum of its parts. So Shannon Diaz does awesome things and Marlisa does awesome things. But when we come together, the energy that we generate in the container that we can build is so much bigger than just what any one of us can do added up together. So it's really nice to be able to have <clears throat> that place, that place to connect, that place to heal, um, to just... Build something so that other people can kind of weave themselves into it, and it gets bigger and bigger, and it's like this beautiful web of support and kindness and love, and something for us to all be able to participate in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that.
2: <clears throat>
0: Excuse me. I I want to take a second um, and just have everybody. We talked a little bit about you know what it is that, that we're doing and what it is that, that we're bringing, but talk about um, who are you reaching? Who needs this the most? I might be putting you on the spot a little bit.
2: <laughs> well, <I was> <laughs> but that's what everything. we do here. We challenge each other to do things. <laughs> One of the most obvious um, to me that comes to mind with, and I think you would all agree, I mean, Everybody is struggling with just managing and, like you said, getting through the day. And in our energy field, there's a lot of held energy patterns that need to be released. And a lot of them are trauma-based, which means a lot of our behaviors and reactions are trauma-informed. And everything's moving so fast, a lot of times we don't have a chance to stop, take that breath, And recognize that so that we can make supportive decisions for ourselves, even if it's the supportive moment of taking that breath or not as simple as that. So, I mean, it's anybody. We can all work with children all the way up to, you know, the elders. It's really anybody that wants to be in a a safe space so they can just release the tension of trying and just be. To be able to reflect and find a sense of peace, even if it's just for a moment, so all the other things can organically occur just as we amplify our energy together as individual people coming to each one of us. I see that that happens a lot with my clients, and I hear it from all of you. Like What you're providing for people is unconditional love, really, and we all need it. So I think across the board, it's anybody is uh, who we're reaching out to. I,
0: I
3: agree. I, I do know that I attract a very specific community and it's women. Um, and most of the women that I attract are going to be women that are lost. Like they have lost their sense of, of individuality and they've lost their sense of, of purpose. They, they feel blocked from knowing what steps to take Um, they've participated in um, paradigms of belief over and over and over again that that all of a sudden they're like this isn't working and i will say that interestingly enough i thought it was women over 40 and then all of a sudden spirit gave me like four younger clients that are between the age of 21 and 35 and i'm like okay so it's all women (laughs) so um that doesn't mean that I don't work with, with men or children either. It just means, but, but my call, my purpose is to empower other women to step into their greatness completely and, and to, to, to work through the cobwebs of the mind, mm. uh, the cobwebs of the energy body that are, are trapping energies and trapping beliefs and trapping thoughts and trapping 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 (laughs) Um, trapping you into into a corner that is no longer serving you because you have a we all have a a purpose on this planet it is not just to to be a daughter of a son a a wife a husband a child it is that is much bigger than that and and i i agree with you Marlisa. it is to it is to be the love that we are naturally are and that we have bales of illusion that we are not
2: well said so
3: it's about waking up
0: to remembering who we truly are Mm
1: -hmm. yes
0: yeah and you you do some pretty interesting things specifically and in, in that awareness and waking people up which we haven't talked about at all do you want to jump into that a, a <laughs> little bit I don't know which ones you're talking about <laughs> I mean it's all <laughs> of them but a laundry list <laughs> yeah there is so, a- I've
3: been, so yeah I have been in the, the holistic wellness field for 20 years and so I started out as a massage therapist and then moved to yoga and then moved to Reiki and then move to craniosacral therapy and um, sound healing and, and, and what like I keep adding on. And I, the, but the reality is, is that's how I've made, been able to continue to be in this industry that I'm in. And, and a lot of that came from my own trauma, my own pain, my own suffering, having to find ways to heal myself. And then I felt called to, to pass it forward. And so for me, authenticity is about recognizing that you're a mess and a goddess all in the same breath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that and so, and, 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 and my experience, my experience has been that that's not allowed.
0: Yeah. That yes. you have, well, to and be, I think that's, you have, that's the norm, yeah. I think. Yeah. It's that's very, mad. very common.
3: hmm Right, and so so one of the most recent, I think you're referring to one specific thing. So one of the most recent things <laughs> that I picked up <laughs> is past life regression work. And this, this work is unbelievable, what I have seen my clients experience in these regressions, whether it's in a group setting or privately. The, the transformations that have occurred by simply being able to acknowledge that something that's not working is a karmic debt, that when they come out, all of a sudden it's gone. Like, and I'm telling you, that's how a lot of this energy work occurs is when you actually let yourself really get vulnerable, really let yourself go there. Listen, I don't do anything light. We do it deep. We go, we go
2: there. Right, straight to the point. <laughs> yep. Right, Like, I'm, yep. I'm,
3: not, I'm not interested in talking about the sunshine and the, the rain clouds. I'm, I wanna get into <laughs> the depths of your soul with you and, and show you that it's okay and you can bring light into those spaces. And when you bring light into those spaces, then you have this, this amazing ability to claim it. And if you can claim even the ugliness, like I'm almost in tears saying this, if you can claim even the ugliness, then your, your magic is going to start shining through you with ease because that's what I meant when I said, when I started doing divine feminine work, maybe i didn't say that today maybe i said that to somewhere else anyway so i I did, did a lot of divine feminine work a few years ago and fully claimed every aspect of myself instead of damning the things that i thought were bad yes and so that that is that is probably why i say i'm called to work with women because i had to come out of believing that i wasn't valuable i wasn't beautiful i wasn't magical i wasn't good enough like devaluing myself all of that i had to i had to go through the depths of my hell
1: to Mm. to
3: bring myself to the light and and i still experience that today you can ask shannon i (laughs) had a week (laughs) and I have the tools and I have the support system and I have the resources to process through it, to allow myself to have the ugly cry and to ultimately find the answers when I can sit at the table with everything. Um, I have a, there's a Rumi quote that I absolutely love. I'm going to completely butcher it, but it's called <laughs> the, the, the guest. Um, I think it's called the guest house mm-hmm. or the guest. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. anyway, the I'm gonna give you the my version of it at this moment because I can't repeat it exactly, but it is um when 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 the ugliness comes to the door, open the door, let it in, let it tossle up the house, let it completely turn everything upside down, honor it, let it show up, let it be there, because then when it leaves, there's a whole new way. Like you can shift. But it's about really allowing yourself to get there. So that is not the actual quote. <laughs> it's actually a poem now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. it. But it's such a beautiful message, and it, it was one that really woke me up. And then it's been it's been something that I pass on to my clients when I can see that they're resisting allowing their authenticity to come through because listen, I'm gonna cry, and that's okay. and I'm mm-hmm. not going to apologize for it anymore, right i actually love crying crying. i did
0: yeah while you're crying i'll read you the quote that i just looked up for you the poem thank you (laughs) this being human is a guest house every morning a new arrival a joy a depression a meanness some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor welcome and entertain them all even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture Still. Treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. Yeah.
3: And I will say that that, that when I found that, that message, that was when I started using what is the gift of this situation? What is the gift that I'm being given by having this experience? Because even the ugly things have a gift. And actually, they're usually the best gifts, (laughs) even though they don't look like it at the time. (laughs) Yeah. So, and those are very I think was, yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And so, past life regression is something that I really love doing and I love supporting others in experiencing. And, um, like I said, that's, I have such a laundry list I was like I'm not gonna list everything out but is, just yeah. know that that I love I love supporting other people to find their truth and to live it out loud to create the life they actually want to be living and not the life that they are passively creating through old paradigms of belief
0: yep yeah, I love it yeah you have to strip it away Stacy you were starting to talk a little bit about about the good cry and you, yeah you mentioned the, the other day that people come to you and say can we do shadow work yeah and I know there's a lot of people that don't even know you know they don't know what shadow work is or maybe they've heard the term thrown around because it's kind of a you know a kitschy thing to say now shadow work but you know when we're talking about that we're talking about you know just what we're Ramona was saying mm-hmm. like all of those things and and you know up in our feelings and and all of mm-hmm. those um those places that we put things into the shadow so that they're not in the light we're not looking at them right now and we put them there but that doesn't mean we we're supposed to put them there and leave them there forever it's we you know we go in and out of that shadow and Go ahead, go ahead, tell us well, a little bit yeah, about that. When yeah,
1: we, when we put these parts of ourselves into the shadow, they're not gone. That's the thing. Like, we think, yep. oh, people can't mm-hmm. see them. Oh, no, we don't do those things. But yes, we do. And actually, they will come out in other ways. They Like, your trauma will spill onto people if you don't address it, if you don't acknowledge it, if you don't own it. So <clears throat> there are, you know, parts of us that need our attention and you can look it at, at you can look at it as a self-love thing so how would i love myself if i can't stand half of the parts of myself this is possible. and like ramona was saying um, you know we don't want people to be afraid to feel their own emotions and w- everything that you said finding your authentic- authenticity and finding the gift that doesn't happen until you feel this stuff it sucks it feels scary it's not going to kill you but we have to go through the whole process moving the energy in our body and you know um working with it and also sitting in a circle of non-judgmental people or women or whoever um this is such a gift and i love to lead sharing circles i forgot to mention that but we will you know be there to witness each other in everything in the celebration in the horrible things that can come in life and everything Mm -hmm. so i kind of feel like especially over the past few years our trauma has compounded or become more complex. Mm -hmm. So now it's like, you know, stuck more and people are digging in more Mm -hmm. and their ego is blasting out more. And, you know, we don't know how to handle it. So our gifts are needed so hugely. um, And I just hope people realize and find their way to us or other healers, whoever, to become their authentic self, like you were saying, and Mm -hmm. just... Drop, like, you, not drop, but you know, work through or work around or work with the energy that is stuck in your body or whatever you'd like to say. Um, but also, I just want to mention uh, for who I work with, um, there's different groups of people I feel like I serve. Um, one is definitely women. that's just feels very natural to me to just be in a circle of women to support them. I just know myself as a woman very deeply. So I feel like. I can support other people, uh, for what I've been through. Um, and also the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, there's some really awful harmful laws that are being passed in the past m- months, but, um, especially against trans people and just erasing any gay, trans, queer, anything from school to even say that we exist. And it's so deeply, deeply hurtful. Um, and, you know, especially in Florida. So what I did was I created an LGBTQIA plus well-being and community building retreat, so that we could be together, feel how we feel, and then find the joy that is inherent in our group you know like some of the most fun times in the world that i've had is because i'm gay and i get to do these gay activities you know (laughs) so i really want to amplify that for us right now and i really i mean it's it's almost like i can't even say it's a healing retreat because when you're in the midst of trauma i don't think that's a time when you can heal but we can come together and we can focus on our self-care and our well-being so this is one group i'm passionate about serving um and the other like the other thing is Um, I lived in a spiritual community for a couple years, and I noticed people's tendency to kind of float up in the clouds with all the love and light and not look at, like Ramona was saying, any of the difficult realities of our human world. And that really didn't serve them too well. I mean, there was people like, you know, giving away all their belongings and not having what they need, like their root chakra, like, you know what I mean? So I just saw a lot of bad (laughs) effects. (laughs)
3: We have this body for a reason.
1: (laughs) Right. So I'm just a big proponent of a more grounded spirituality. So yes, I'm, I love the connection to energy and the connection to the universe spirit that I have, but also to be grounded in my humanness and accepting of myself as a human being, not just a being. So people who are kind of real about things, not just people who are super duper spiritual and that's, like that's all they look at. So like people who encompass the whole, the whole humanity being thing that we're in, uh, <laughs> like you all, it sounds like. So
3: <laughs> yeah. That's what I teach. We're, we're 100% human and 100% spirit and the heart exactly. is the center of it all. <laughs> I I, yeah. I love the, the circle work as well. I think that that is where yeah. we actually have the opportunity to cultivate, cultivate, um, honoring vulnerability because vulnerability has been um so shut down is in my opinion uh you know the moms that think they have to do it all and they don't lean into anybody and then they're 40 years old and they have they have breast cancer because they've worked themselves down into the into the ground and felt like they had to do it all like our Mm -hmm. body physically responds to what we're doing to it mentally and emotionally and spiritually so Mm -hmm. if you don't know how to be vulnerable. It's really hard to to do that without a safe container, and so sacred sacred circles are really, really, really important. I think for all of us in this in this community, to, to invite vulnerability, to invite okay. safety and security. And one of the things I always say in in anything that I do with, with groups, whether it's retreat, whether it's circle, whether it's just a workshop, is um, especially when someone is offering their their. Auth- Authentic pain. In into the space is I hear you, I see you, and I honor you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that think,
3: is something that we don't say to people.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I I think um, people sometimes things are so heavy, or so difficult that we literally can't witness them on on our own. We almost need help to witness it. Like we need support, and um, I think crying is something like you're talking about the woman who does it all herself, takes care of the whole family, all that stuff. Crying is just not acceptable to them. And I've heard many women in circles or in, you know, mm-hmm. yoga classes start to cry and apologize for themselves be like I'm sorry mm-hmm. I don't need to cry but like please do this is a beautiful release of energy it's a beautiful release of stress mm-hmm. and I actually grew to love the act of crying like mm-hmm. literally the way my eyes well up the way my cheeks feel like the tears rolling down my face like the whole thing because I also feel so it's such a beautiful thing to do and like I think um, Marlisa was saying like someone's eyes get really beautiful and bright like after they let everything out they look really clear that's my experience yes exactly yeah. it's a cloud yeah. literally water or face you know yeah right yeah well right. you know the two For types
2: sure. of crystallization also in tears mm-hmm. the tears are very different crystallized uh, from emotional release versus going yep. out in the elements mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. completely different biochemistry in those mm-hmm. tears so we need yep. Yep. the release it's, it's awesome. an essential piece to our human makeup Absolutely, yeah. I love it. I
4: love it. Yes, right. <laughs> well, I love the what Shannon had said earlier about um, when she introduced me that like the everyday things. So I'm listening to Stacy and, and Ramona, and and the vulnerability is so important to me. Like right now, like I said, I've, I'm going through some stuff with my parents, and um, and it's taken a lot out of me. And my husband has kind of stepped in and he's, he's been cooking dinner like the last couple months for the most part. And I'm having a hard time not feeling bad for him doing it. Now, why yeah. I should feel bad, you know, because I mean, I do cook lunch, comes home for lunch and yes, he works, but I also work all day too with the grandkids. You know, I mean, and sometimes I think I work harder than he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's just probably. from what I hear, it's like, oh, no, we sat around and watched videos all day. And I'm like, oh, I didn't have that. You know, you uh, <laughs> kids scream at each other or whatever. <laughs> but I'm, so I'm struggling right now with it's OK for him to take care of me because he doesn't. His parents passed a while back, so he never had to go through the aging parent mm. thing. And plus, when his parents. We're sick. His sisters did it all because we didn't live in the same state and stuff. I'm the only one right now. So he doesn't know. This is his way of helping me. And I'm just, I'm really having to dig deep and 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 say, it's okay for him to take care of me because I really need him too.
3: Embrace that
4: girl. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I've, I'm having to work through that. Of, I should be doing this you know, cause it's been my job forever, you know, to, so yeah, that's the, that. um, and then I loved earlier when Marlissa was talking about breaking things down to simplicity, right? So I've decided in November, I'm going to take a gratefulness journey. You know, I, I, I try to do this every, every November and I'm like, okay, November first, I'm gonna do one gratefulness, and then the second, I'm gonna do two, and I'm gonna go through and do it, you know, all the way up to 30. I'm gonna have 30 things I'm gonna list. Well, then I, when I went and did the numbers. It was like 456 things I have to be grateful for. I'm <laughs> oh, like, holy crap, that's a lot of things, you know. And then what I then this is my, my my monkey mind and my ego, and I said, okay, well, how many days have you been alive? It's about 22,500 days that I've been alive. I'm like, you can't come up with 456 things to be grateful for. So again, I just, I had to break it down to my head because and then it was just going, ah, we can't do this, which I know I can come up with 456 things to be grateful for because Mm -hmm. I live a very blessed life. But again, so I love how just like everybody's coming together, like, Melissa, let's make it simple you know, Stacy, go ahead and cry. Okay. I will. <laughs> I might do it in my car by myself, but I will. you know? And then, and then Ramona, like, let's be a little girl about it, which I'm pretty good about that. I mean, when something's happening, I let my friends know if everybody knows what's happening in my life, but that's just how I get it out. And then Shannon mm-hmm. says, come on, let's play. Mm-hmm. You know? And I just, I love how we have all these gifts and that we're integrating them and, and, it's not like, it's, there's just not one solution,
1: you know? Yeah. Right, right. We well, have to, and actually, Shannon says,
2: uh, yeah, and and Shannon
3: Brown says, I'm just going to bring all heart.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all the time in abundance too. Great abundance. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I think though, like we are taking a holistic approach. And I think Marlisa said it earlier that, um, I forget now what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> my so, brain does that all the time. <laughs> so we just have to go at things from different ways. We can't just do this one thing. Shannon was saying that we can't just do this one thing and it worked and it's always going to work because our trauma is getting more complex collectively. So we have to take yeah. a holistic approach and what each of us bring is super special. And I mean, like, say someone, you know, had time with each of us with like, you know, our favorite modality that person is addressing like their trauma, their humanness, their need for connection in so many different ways. How could they not have huge benefits, you know, and be able to just live a more joyful life? I mean, I don't mean to brag about us, but you know what I'm saying?
0: (laughs) No brag because we don't do it enough. So go ahead. (laughs)
2: Well, it's really an appreciation, isn't it? It's the awareness of that, you know, amplifying energy together when you, when you feel so, easy and communing and communicating and and we have the same intention and purpose it's it's joyful mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's just well,
3: and, and i think the other thing about you know the needing different things is that sometimes our body is like okay i've received all i can receive of that right now and yep. and so we really need to bring something else in. shannon do you mind if i share the okay. story about Okay. So when I went to Texas a few months ago, Shannon was having an issue with her knee. And I said, Hey, why don't we try this other modality that I do It's called cranial sacral therapy? She was like, what's that? So I came and we did the session and she was like, oh my gosh, I feel movement in my leg, Mm. which she hadn't felt in however long. And she'd been doing all these other things. And then we introduced something completely different and her body went, Oh, that's what I needed.
4: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then she
3: found somebody to help her that did the same technique. And where are you now?
4: Yeah, so yeah, I, I had gotten up to the point where yeah, I couldn't walk without hobbling. And then, you know, that was my left knee, and then my right knee was like, screw this, I'm gonna be upset too, because I'm no longer going to carry all this weight. You have to figure it out. And I'm seriously, I just kept going, what else do I need to do? I'm doing this, I'm doing right. this, I'm I'm trying all all these different things. And then, you know, this happened with, with Ramona, and then I found you know somebody local and we did three and I'm not saying I'm 100% where I would love to be, but I'm saying I can walk. And when my husband even noticed like, holy cow, you're walking, you're walking, not limping, not dragging awesome. you're and you know, and when you're, and I know we've all experienced this and everybody out there, when you're in pain, I mean, it was literally, it, it would take me an hour and a half to do something that should have taken me 15 minutes. You know, like going to feed the birds, letting the chicken out, feeding the donkey and the goat. I mean, normally I can do that 15 to 20 minutes because I'm running around. It was an hour and a half. And I'm like, I don't have. And and I got to the point, it was, I was in so much pain. I got to the point where it's like, if I got one thing done during the day, I was, I had to be happy with it. You know, which, and I'm not that kind of person. I'm a list person. I can get 20 things done today, you know. Or so, four hundred and fifty-six list. <laughs> <incredible laughs> so I'm just yes. So that's again what what this group is about. We we come together. We we'll try this. We'll try this. You know, and then continue uh, expanding our knowledge of what is available and what is it that. And then I've done some um, honestly. Last week was it last week, Ramona? You had the the group past life regression. And I was the only one that showed up. So I got a private one, which is cool. And we <laughs> went to a past life where I found out where my chronic knee problem is from. Now, I'm not saying it's hundred percent. So, but, yeah, huh? yeah.
3: so <laughs> putting it all together, <laughs>
4: information oh, okay. that I can say, okay, this is from here. What is it that I need to heal from that lifetime? What, you know, what are the modalities? So again, yeah, uh, just, uh, uh, I get so excited about all this work.
0: <laughs> I love your passion. I absolutely love your passion. You. But that's the, the whole thing, right? Like we're bringing it's not just us. There's five of us in this space right now, right? Yeah. But it's it's every member of the community is mm-hmm. bringing an opportunity for someone else to find something else that they need. And, and that's, I think, the biggest. Um, I don't know if it's a difference. I think it's a difference because I haven't found it yet, which is why we created this. Um, but that's the, the the biggest thing for me is that like we are all on the same stage, right? Mm-hmm. We're in the same group circle. We're on the same stage. We all have different things that we're bringing to it. But every single member of the community has immense value and we're all going to tap in and learn things from each other and expand um and and i think you know the 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 step of making the choice because this is where everything lies for me you have to in order for you to make any changes in your life in order for you to be healed in any capacity, in order for you to feel lighter, for you to be less stressed, all of those things, every single one of those things starts with a choice that you have to make. Um, and that's usually you having an awareness of it and then having an, an intention to do something about that awareness. Um, and then people forget that last step, which is the action of putting that in place. Uh, and I think so often we, we see all this stuff, um, you know, online or a friend tells us about something or we do something we're like, Hey, that was great. And that's it. And then we walk away and we don't do it anymore, but it's that action. You have to have all of those pieces in order for you to consistently walk the mm-hmm. same, you know, life of, of having abundance and having, you know, the health that you need and, um, and for me, that's what this is all about. This is about giving everybody that opportunity to come in to take things, you know, that that they need to drop things off that might be useful for someone else, um, and just provide that space to, again, go back to what Ramona, Ramona said earlier. I see you, I hear you, and I honor you. And and that's what I think, in its simplicity, that's really what we're what we're trying to do in this space. Mm-hmm. Well said. I, Good job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get a cookie, gold um, <laughs> a cookie and a gold star. Well, we um, we're coming up on an hour. Which is yeah. as per usual. When we start talking, we we can go for a while. So I'm I'm actually uh, I'm pretty pleased that we we wrap this all up at an hour. Like look at us go, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have stayed with us uh, through this journey, um, mm. through some tears and some laughter, which is. Pretty typical of, uh, of what you're gonna find in the Bring Joy Forward community. Um, all of our uh, names and businesses are listed on here. So feel free to you know do some Googles and go to our websites and things like that. But you can find all of us at bringjoyforward.com. We're also on Facebook um, on Bring Joy Forward. We have a Facebook page and a community group. So we'd love to see you there and we appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you. You have been listening to the Bring Joy Forward podcast, conversations to explore, heal, and grow. You can find us at bringjoyforward.com, and we'd love to have you join us in our community Facebook group. Thank you for listening.